Oh, it's Women of Illustration. It's your host, Dina Rodriguez, also known as Letter Shop. I know it's very confusing, but you're in the right place. The podcast where we go ahead and interview all different kinds of female, badass, motherfucking talent. They've been through the hardships. They've had trolls tell them garbage to their faces. Well, not their faces, but like their digital faces because it's a screen and that's how trolls work. And that's what our topic is today. (laughs) How can we go ahead and just let our freak flag fly? And how can we deal with trolls and still make whatever the fuck we want, regardless of all that negativity? So today we're hanging out with a girl you may have seen on the internet. She goes by Handsome Girl Designs, also aka Bridget. Welcome to the show, Bridget. Thank you. So stoked to be here. Yeah, she was telling me that I'm popping her cherry. It's her first podcast ever, guys. Ugh, it's been so gentle so far. So <laughs> that's good. Not like the blood's <laughs> everywhere, and you're traumatized, and your prom was ruined. Yeah. No. We're really, you know, moving slowly. I like it. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. I'm a a gentle lover. So (laughs) let me get to know you a little bit more. So tell me about what you do for a living. So for my full-time job, I work for a merchandising company here in Los Angeles, actually beautiful Burbank. And I'm the director of licensing and retail creative. So what we do is mostly design merchandise and clothing line for bands, celebrities, and influencers. Uh, So, I mean, they're kind of a celebrity in their own right, too. (laughs) Uh, And for my full-time side hustle, it's Handsome Girl. So, as you can see from my Instagram, a lot of it is femme power and body positivity, and I really want to celebrate a lot of beauty that I haven't seen uh, out there in the internet. I like it. And I also like why is someone from Florida calling me? I'm recording a podcast, Mr. 904 area code. I bet you it's a scam that's calling me. <laughs> Most, mostly Florida scams call me. Oh, they love to scam. Like, real side note, like, my mom's on oxygen, and they call me like, oh, so your mom uh, doesn't have enough money for her oxygen tanks? So we're just going to need you to pay that bill. I'm like, what? Oh, that's fucked. And then she's like, Dean, I have Medicare. Like, I have oxygen tanks coming out my ass. I'm like, oh. Well, then what the fuck was a scam fucking phone call? So anytime I get any Florida number, I just assume you're going to steal my money. Yeah, but, they are. They are. But, so, like, just trolls on the phone while we're talking about trolls in an episode. I thought it, it made sense. Um, oh, meta, yeah. <laughs> so I always love hearing stories from artists, especially when it's like, wait, you don't make images on Instagram as your full-time job? I know. Surprising, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. How long have you been at your day job? So I went there in... 2015 and I worked for a couple years and left for about nine months and came back. <laughs> I wonder what was the nine months about? Was it a so baby? <laughs> I jumped ship and I was actually working at a clothing line uh, just doing straight design work. Oh cool. What made you go yeah. back? Uh, I actually missed everyone I worked with. I have Aww. the raddest team and it's like a it's a family situation so it's like people will tell you you're a fucking idiot to your face. And, <laughs> you know, you kind of just, like, move through shit like you would with a family. And it, it and at the end of the day, I mean, they will – I feel like they would take a bullet for you, you know? They'll do everything to help mm-hmm. you, make you grow, and, it, you know, it's awesome. Yeah, the people that you work with is, like, I think the most important thing at any job. Like, I've had really shitty jobs – like I had friends that like work at McDonald's or something, and it's the people that they work with is why they're excited to, to go and do that job. It does it's regardless of what they do. 
uh, and you know how many hours they have to work. But if you're around a good team, like it really makes such a huge difference. Yeah, um, it's killer. Yeah, and on top of you know working with people that you actually enjoy spending time with, um, like can you walk me through some stuff you do during your day job? Because you like said what you did, but then my brain was like, what? Yeah. So essentially, like let's say for the music aspect of it, any shirt, Bon Jovi's a client of ours. No so if deal. you go into like uh, Urban Outfitters and you see a Bon Jovi graphic tee, I was behind that, um, making that beauty come to market. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or if they're like, I work with Vanessa J. Simmons. So she, you know, daughter of Rev Run and she's an influencer in her own right. I work with her creating a mommy and me clothing line, which we'll bring to retail. So it's really kind of making these clothing concepts come to life in the market for these people. That's such a cool job. Yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of personalities you deal with. I mean, there's celebrities that are super, super thankless. And then there's <laughs> ones that are, I mean, so humble and mind-blowingly thankful for the work you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really cool. The scope and the range of the projects I get to work on it, every day is way different. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, so, I mean, in my head, it's like, hey, you're Miss, you're miss Big Deal creating graphics for people that other people have actually heard of. That's cool. And then you have your side hustle. You're making these badass uh, illustrations for Instagram. And I see that you started what looks like a printful shop. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you're using the mock-ups. That's how I you know. Do. I figured <laughs> you out. Um, <laughs> Most people do. Yeah, they're like, mm, I recognize this. Um, so how does that, in, like, your day job influence creating products for yourself? So Handsome Girl kind of came to life uh, from two things. I mean, It was an outlet for me to kind of deal with my own struggle as an artist, dealing with people like I have to create and get their approval, their edits. So at the end of a project, it's really not just mine. And I wanted to create stuff that I was the one that got to fucking approve it. When I think it's dope, it's dope. No changes. (laughs) I can just slap it on whatever I want and it's good to go. But a deeper part of it is, you know, especially with the body positive aspect is it helped me kind of illustrate a lot of my struggles with my eating disorder. Mm. So kind of drawing the things that I maybe hated the most about my body or struggled the most and, you know, illustrating those in a more celebratory way was a way to me be like, wow, this is actually really beautiful. Like stretch marks are fucking beautiful. And I don't know why putting it in a cartoon is what (laughs) made me realize it, but it did. So, you know, it's a very fulfilling little project and I get to, you know, be my own boss at it. So, yeah, big, big fan of the boss life. I will say it's pretty great. Highly recommend it. Um, That's so interesting. Like, I mean, I think it's it takes quite a bit of de-brainwashing to love yourself nowadays I think that I mean there's a lot of content and brands out there that are being a a little bit more self-aware when it comes to like mental health and and body image and all these things but we still have quite a bit of work 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> ahead of ourselves. Um, that, like, I don't even think people even said the word body positivity like 10 years ago. You know what no. I mean? Like, yeah. certainly not in my high school. I never fucking heard that. And what you said about stretch marks, too, like, I thought for the longest time, like, I was like an alien. Like, I was like a, like, something was wrong with me because I had stretch marks. Even when I was like super skinny, it's just fucking gross spurt. Like, I'm, I went yeah. from like 5'3 to 5'9 in three months. Like, I'm going to have stretch marks. <laughs> like, it's going to happen. Um, and I thought, like, I was just this ugly, like, no one wanted me. I was, like, afraid to wear shorts. And I'm, like, finally 30 years old wearing shorts for the first time in my yeah. whole life. So yeah. it's just, Welcome to know. the shorts I, club. It's a good place to be. Thank you. I feel, I feel welcome. Hey, ladies, it's hot outside. Your wear skin shorts. deserves to feel sun on it just as much as anybody else out there. Okay? <laughs> Just little, <laughs> like, more empowerment in every sentence of the podcast. Okay, so talking about all these social issues and how women see themselves and trying to be empowering, I'm assuming you get the occasional troll. Oh, God, yes. How often would you say that happens? Uh, I would say it happens nine times out of every post. <laughs> nine, so, like, pretty much 100%, you're going to yeah. get a troll comment no matter what you make. That's great. Yes. Yes. Have you gotten any dick pics yet? Uh, I have, actually. Um, yeah, that kind of goes in. It's mind-blowing what people do on the internet and what they say. Mm. Yeah, I don't... I mean, it's interesting because it works both ways, right? Like, you know, you both... So me, I feel me and you are, like, kind of on the same page where, we're like, we talk about the, the, the messages that we wish existed. Right. But at a certain point, because we're putting in an illustration versus taking a picture of ourselves, we're so much more empowered because we're, we're technically hiding behind a screen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, on the opposing end of that, we have people that are just trolling sometimes just to get a rise out of us. Or they're just fucking bored and they literally have nothing else to do with their time. I get that. And there's some people who think maybe this negative comment will make them change. I'm assuming that's what they're trying to do, right? Like, yeah. oh, what you're doing is bad. And if I make this one comment that makes you feel bad, then you'll stop. Like, I know. I it's know. so smart. It's so smart. It, it, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. This person was like the best at their debate team. Just kidding. Yeah, um, like nailing it. So like, what do you think is the purpose behind trolls? Like, why do you, what do you think they're like, what's the point of it all? I think it's like a little bit of a mix. I mean, some people are out there trying to kind of fight their own opinion on an issue with it. Like, you know, a lot of posts I do that kind of, I don't outright say fuck diet culture, but you <laughs> can definitely get it from the post where, you know, I made one about a pizza slice being like, you know, a slice a day keeps the sad away. <laughs> and I got so many people being like, maybe if you didn't fucking eat pizza and junk food, you fat ass. And it's like, you actually have no idea what I look like or, <laughs> you know, what this post is about. If you're giving me this comment in a way to, like, help me not be sad, like, if, mm -hmm. oh, the reason I'm sad is eating this pizza. And I don't really, in their minds, I think they're being helpful, <laughs> <laughs> but then there's like the other people that are just like I'm in my mom's house and I'm bored I'm gonna piss some people off like because mm -hmm. a lot of times when I click on it it'll be like Josh 
graduating class of like 2024. I'm like, you're <laughs> really? <laughs> Isn't that fucked up? Like, you know, like, you know, kids are mean and they're still bullying adults on the internet. Like, great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, sometimes I'm like, wow, you, really? Mm hmm. Yeah, I, t in, I think what sucks the most, too, is, like, you can get all these beautiful, positive comments. Like, oh, wow, that's really made my day. Or, like, wow, like I just, like, you know, I, I'll get these, like, three, four paragraph messages almost on a daily basis now with my account letter shop. Just being like, oh, my God, I just found your Instagram. I love it so much. It's actually really helpful. People telling me about their depression, talking about their attempted suicide, talking about, like, their, you know, uh, body dysmorphia and you know the anorexia they just got over like th three months ago and it, it, it feels so amazing to be a part of actual change but I forget those comments very quickly and it's those troll comments that will be with me forever oh yeah they haunt you that's fucked up right isn't that the shittiest thing ever like thank you like I'm trying to like make art obviously make a living but more importantly trying to reach people in a real way and yet I can't remember anything that these people are saying. All I can, all I, I like to this day, I will always remember the comment of like the first body positivity piece that I made. And it was something like, um, I forget exactly what it said. It was like something around the lines of like, I eat what I want, but I'm still happy as fuck. And this guy writes, well, I'm glad you're happy, but good luck finding a man. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> I'm like, I have never been single longer than two weeks since high school. I don't know what that says about me, but I'm fucking a catch. Okay. As I like, I just, I just like tried to like move my hair swish as yeah. I'm bald, just like little hair on <laughs> there. And like I've been with my boyfriend for seven years, and he loves my ass. Okay, <laughs> like thanks so much. But that was like a year ago, and I did verbatim remember exactly what he said. Yeah, it's like, I, what is he doing today? <laughs> yeah. What's his life like? Yeah, I I'm mean, sure he's super happy. Oh yeah, he's killing it. I mean, I. <laughs> I, I have never once in my life had so much hatred to leave a comment like that. Even when I was insecure and sad and like a depressed kid alone in the world, I never felt the need to bring down other people to make myself feel better. Yeah, I'm like, even like, let's say the times that I've written a bad Yelp review, I'll always end it <laughs> with like a positive note being like, the food was blah, blah, blah. And I was like, but the waitress, she was so kind. <laughs> like, I can't even... I can't even be like super negative without being like something nice too. That's such an interesting parallel. Like I'm so quick to be like, fuck you for a customer service review, <laughs> but I would never <laughs> leave like a hateful message on someone's yeah. like body positivity post. I mean, I guess different strokes, but it's just, <laughs> that's so interesting. Um, so maybe in their heads, like what my boyfriend always tells me, he's like, maybe and this is what all the parents say. Like maybe they're just jealous. And I know that sounds kind of ridiculous, but in a way, like, let's expand on that. Like, they wish that they could love themselves, right? They wish they had better mental health. And then the fact that I am being portrayed as this, like, very empowered, confident woman is, like, like it feels like I'm bullying them and making them not feel good about themselves because I feel so good about myself. Do you think that's possible? I think so, because I feel like when people are kind of negative towards you in a non-constructive way I feel it it's that whole misery loves company thing right they're mm -hmm. trying to build essentially like a miserable little army to make themselves feel not so alone and I feel like when they see people getting out of that you know being vocal about their depression being vocal about their struggles it's like they want to reel you back in 
they don't like that you're getting the the strength to vocalize and get the help and surround yourself by this really fucking badass supportive community <laughs> that exists. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing, like, I, I'm just trying to think of, like, from a psychology point, standpoint, I'm like, what is your goal here? Like, what are you trying to do? Because, like, I get the whole, like, you're a kid and you're bored. Like, yeah. I, that I understand. Like, I've, there was one time where this, like, girl started dating this guy that I really liked in, like, seventh grade. And this is the only girl I've ever bullied. And I immediately apologized. <laughs> and it was like she oh man she you know she had she had acne and i felt like i was prettier than her oh my god this just paints me in the worst light ever but i feel like i feel like it's relatable and i really like this boy and he lived across the street from me and we rode our bikes and we spent so we were like best friends but i was too shy to tell him and she just walked right up to him and was like hey i like you, you want to go out sometime oh. And I was just, and I'm like walking with him, like about to go home. And he's like, sure. And he's like, oh my God, a girl asked me out, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting here like fuming. Yeah. Just like so upset because she had the balls to ask him out. And me and him have been best friends for three years. And I never once. And I knew he liked me. Like it, it was like a joke in our friend group. But she's the one that had the cojones to do, make something happen. And I fucking like, oh, I was just like so mad at this girl. So of course I like not bullied her, but I would like, I like yelled at her once. So I was just like, who do you think you are? You think you could just like my seventh grade Dina, very mature. And I think I got like some bigger girl to like intimidate her. Oh, like, nice, who am nice. I? Like, yeah. I don't even fight my own bottles. I just got the girl who had like a crazy gross part before me to take care of that girl. Just kidding. I didn't beat her up. But anyways, like just just that one me yell fest at her. I felt so immediately horrible. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I just was I just was really jealous because I like him. She's like, I know it's OK. I forgive you. But it's just like. I think that's where it comes from. That's why I say the jealousy thing, because that's yeah, like my I only mean, example of like being mean to someone. It's like, well, you're better than me in some way. So I got to put you down a peg so I can feel more superior or whatever. Um, but when it's on the Internet and it's especially when it's tied to your livelihood, you can't help but feel like, are they right? I know. You, I mean, it. it is a personal attack. Like, even if they have no idea who you are, your, your situation, your experience... I mean, you know all of your situations and experiences, so you take it so personally, and it can hit such a chord where you're like, all right, I'm going to question everything for the next four hours. <laughs> it, like, ruins my entire day. Like, yeah. I'm like, I, I can't even, I'll be, like, waking up in a super good mood, like, I'm going to make this piece, and then I'm going to have this meeting, and I'm in, like, in, in, like, I'm trying to do, a, like, I take care of my entire family. So it's just like, okay, pressure's on. And for this one dude to come in here and just wreck my confidence, I'm like, I'm useless the rest of the day. I'm eating bonbons on the fucking couch. And yes, I do eat bonbons. They're delicious. <laughs> Where do you Chocolate. find those? <laughs> Walmart. They, I found them actually like two weeks ago. In oh, the, that's amazing. The Walmart next to my new apartment. Anyways, um, I was pretty excited. About, they're not called bonbons, but they're pretty much the same fucking things. And um, I'm just like on the couch watching Gilmore Girls because it's, it's the show I watch to make myself feel better. Because the constant bat banter, I want to Google it. I'm like, who's that, Arthur? What's Who's that fucking musician? Anyways, uh, and like ruined my entire, it just wrecked me. I mean, what about you? Like, what's your response when someone leaves you a trolley comment? There's definitely times where it ruins my day. And I can definitely be that person that would join you in the bomb bon fest. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and it could be, a if it hits me on a day where... I'm having a really bad body day, 
you know, like I feel like I'm regressed a little bit in my ED or, you know, my confidence, my body, it can hit so hard and I'll, I'll want to just kind of dive back into my ED tendencies. You know, it has that deep of an effect on me where I'm like, well, I'll restrict all day because I can control that Aww. because I couldn't control this comment that can totally. or my reaction to this comment. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on the flip side of it, there's other days where I'm like, fuck him, fuck men, fuck, like, I'll just be like this and I'll rattle out like, you know, 10 really cool femme power <laughs> illustrations where I'm like, fuck yeah, you know, thank you. <laughs> you know? Turn um, that shit into fuel. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I I wish that I could take that, res- like, that reaction every time, but I can't. I mean, I'm human, so sometimes it just rattles me so much. So what's your policy on responding to trolls? So, like, block and delete? Sometimes, um, you know, I definitely do a mix because I feel like I kind of have to read it. I'll always click on their profile. Mm -hmm. Um, And if it's like one follower with a bunch of like offensive memes, I just won't respond, you know, and I'll block them. Totally. Mm -hmm. Um, But if they seem like they're a legit account, like account, and they just are making a clownish comment sometimes I'll play back you know I'll say something like oh th- gee thanks what a helpful comment you know <laughs> something kind of asinine back being like I-, I acknowledge this but you're an asshole hmm. but if it's a legit account and legit criticism let's say I triggered something in them or you know I jarred them through you know, sometimes it really is beyond my idea of like how a little cartoon illustration can get somebody like <laughs> jarred, but they can, you know, and I'll always respond to that. I'll appreciate their feedback. You know, my intent is never anything negative to trigger and I'll take it as constructive criticism. Like I did one about a a pregnancy post and somebody got really offended because I wasn't being sensitive to people that can't get pregnant. And I was like, wow, I mean, that wasn't my intention. I'm sorry. Um, Or if I did one about like a woman pleasuring herself, you know, somebody got really offended by that being like, I don't want women to be known for doing that and I'm like okay that's totally you I personally do want women to celebrate that yeah but for sure I'm gonna leave you you know your critique of it up there and I'll take it in stride but if there's somebody that is like it's a slur threatening or morally offensive I'm fucking deleting blocking and reporting the shit out of them mm-hmm. because it, there's no room for that and there's sometimes I'm so flabbergasted of what people will say that I'm like, you know, I've had people say that like, all women should be shot. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> really? <laughs> like, I don't think you would exist, but yeah, you know, good one. But it's like, 
why should anyone be shot? Like, this was a post about, like, wearing a bikini. Like, okay. That escalated. (sighs) I mean, okay. So, I want to use this, you know, have you seen Handmaiden's Tale? Uh, I have not seen the recent series, the season. Oh, but you understand, like, but you've seen previous seasons? Okay. Yeah. And I read the book. Yeah. Well, good. I've I've never read the, the book of any popular TV show or movie because I'm like I'll just there's a movie why would I yeah why would I Uh, I got shit to do um but that's very uh, you're so well read and talented okay so anyways so I use the Handmaid's Tale as an example because every time I talk to a man about the show they're like oh it's ridiculous that would never happen like yes it's fiction but it comes from a real fear like at any moment like certain politicians could come into play and women could lose their right to vote women could lose access to be able to own property. It's not like that wasn't a thing yeah. that actually happened. You know what I mean? We didn't always have the right to vote. We like It wasn't even until like the, the last century that we could actually divorce a man without him wanting to divorce us. So it's just like these things actually stem from past experiences. And then I talk to these men, like my friends, and they're like, well, you know, men don't treat women like that anymore. I'm like, I'm going to show you my fucking comments. Yeah. <laughs> and you tell me that that doesn't fucking exist anymore. And especially in Women of Illustration being like such a larger platform than my own, like Women of Ill is like double my current follower. And there's a couple of posts, especially with like, you know, recent Alabama, like trying to, you know, get rid of abortion and like trying to promote art that goes against it. Like so much crazy shit coming out of men's mouths. I'm just like, what? It's like, maybe keep your legs closed next time. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> and just yeah. like all, you know, it, like, like, you, it doesn't. You can't even like comprehend it. It's like maybe if you didn't dress like a slut, I'm like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? And like just saying these like ridiculous things. And sometimes I and I I can't tell the difference sometimes between someone who's just trying to fuck with me and someone who legitimately thinks that. There was this one kid that said like him and his mom troll these accounts together. What? Oh, yeah, family and then time. like, and I'm like reading these comments, and and, and for one of illustration, I have a policy of not uh, replying to troll comments. I let the the audience do that because it's not my work that they're commenting on. Yeah, so I don't feel the right that I can respond to my own work. I'll totally respond, but on theirs, I don't feel like it's appropriate. Like, and usually there's someone else there battling it out, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then you get the occasional white knight and whatever. Um, and. <laughs> I think out of all the different troll stories I've seen, that was the most ridiculous one. Just saying like, oh, women shouldn't have sex before marriage. It goes against God. Like it just, anytime someone goes into the God argument when it comes to abortion, it's just like insane to me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I'm like, because then you're just saying like, oh, well, you know, God can do whatever he wants. So God can punish you for getting pregnant. I'm like, what? And he's just like saying all this ridiculous shit. God. And to like, and I don't know who these women are responding. I don't know if they've been raped. I don't know if they had an abortion. I don't know how old they are. And I don't want them to feel like any of those decisions that they're making into adulthood are wrong because of this one person's comment. Like, cause if I'm remembering these fucking shitty comments for the rest of my life, they certainly are too. Yeah. So it's just like, and then I don't want to let that one troll, this one 13-year-old kid who has a super fucked up relationship with his mom, to, like, be that negative, another negative voice in the back of that woman's head. Being like, I'm restricted. I can't do this because society won't let me. I have to feel bad about myself. I can't look good for myself. I can't masturbate. I can't do any of these things. And that it just, that scares me. And I think 
more artists like me, like you, like so many other artists that talk about these important subjects, like there can't be enough of us out there. Because there, in my eyes, there are much more trolls in the universe than people advocating, <laughs> advocating <Yes>. against it. <laughs> yes. yes, there definitely is. And I don't know, but like, do you think uh, there's there's more room in the art market talking about these subject matters? Yeah, fucking come on down, everyone. <laughs> like, there, there can't be enough. I mean, it really is such an awesome ripple effect having I see accounts that follow mine that kind of start posting their own you know really positive empowering messages through their art and it kind of like ripples out and it just we need that community in this day and age and we need to create a safe space in this super unspace world of the internet I mean, to have a little corner of like knowing people that will back you up in comments, as silly as that is that I'm even saying that, you know, we're just talking about little comments. It makes such a huge difference. It does. Yeah. Because like nowadays we're on our phones more than we are interacting with real people. I know at least I am and a lot of people oh, yeah. with are. So it's like, of course, comments are going to be just as harmful as someone saying that to your fucking face, because that is what our social lives consist of nowadays. Yeah. So to say that it's not important or to say that you shouldn't feel this way, like, first of all, don't tell me what I can and cannot feel, but like, of course it's going to affect me. And when I see like my, uh, my, it's so hard. I always want to say step and it feels weird because I'm engaged, like his cousins, step cousins, I don't know, whatever. Mm. And they're like 12 and this one girl, she's afraid to even start an Instagram because the kids at her school create like bully accounts where they go ahead Jesus. and they like draw on your face and like make you like take a naked girl and put your face on it and call you a slut, do all this shit. And I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even think about that. Like that wasn't even an option when I was in high school, like shit. Um, and like that it's like, they're more tortured than ever. Like, oh, high school got worse. Awesome. I know. So, <laughs> so all these things stacked on top of each other, hateful comments, trolls, dealing with bullies in real life. Like how do you overcome the haters in the first place and just keep on making the things that you believe in. So this actually came from my sister and I hope everyone knows this quote and holds it dear to their heart. Anyone that does anything on Instagram or art in general. And it's a Andy Warhol quote and it goes, don't pay attention to what they write about you. Just measure it in inches. And I love that because especially on Instagram, it is so tangible that you can literally with your fingers measure the comments mm. and regardless of if it's hate or positive, them taking time out of their day, that means your art struck them in some way and affected them in some way. And when I think about it in that aspect, I'm like, wow, that's pretty dope. There's some of them that I have to keep scrolling on the comments, you know, <laughs> and it's, that's helped me a lot, you know, on the days where it's like a lot of mixed messages of like troll comments, positive comments. I'm like, wow, this many people just, even if it's five seconds to write 
something saying like, stop bitching, you asshole. You know, like they, they did it. You know, they were moved enough to write hate. They were moved enough to write thank you so much or it's, it's really helped me. So I kind of repeat that to myself very often. Yeah. If you're being trolled, that means you're creating something that's worth trolling. Yeah. Like <laughs> you've made it. Congratulations. You know, that's what, <laughs> that's what my dad said. The, the first time I told him about uh, this awful troll, he was like, wow. He's like, you're doing it. <laughs> I was like, you're no. Relevant. I, I was like, I don't think you're listening to me. He's like, no, I am. You got this. I'm like, oh, dope. Oh, okay. That's a good dad right there. No, for <laughs> sure. Like, even though, like, because I'm, I'm glad we talked about, like, like it's okay to be affected by trolls. Like, it's going to happen. Like, I, I would think, like, you're not human at a certain point. Like, if, you know, what people say to you doesn't affect you. But to let it affect you for longer than a couple seconds or minutes, like, that's all within your control. Yeah. And, like, feel how you're going to feel. But, like, you know, obviously if it's someone who, like you said, like, they ha don't have any followers, maybe they don't even have a profile picture, they, they don't even have a grid, then you know they're just a troll and they're just bored. And so, like, don't even don't even bother wasting a minute of your time on that person. But sometimes we do run into situations where it seems that th those comments are general, like genuine, even though they might be coming from a horrible fucked up place. Yeah. But hey, the First Amendment guys, like I'm entitled Goes to both my ways. opinion and my art just as much as they are. And the second we try, we, we start to uh, take their voice away, it's just a matter of time before they take ours away. So yeah. I think that's really dangerous. Even though, uh, let's just say a couple of social media platforms are overcompensating in really weird ways. <laughs> um, like, for example, Instagram. Now, uh, they, they don't, like, the whole, like, shadow banning thing, uh, censorship. Now, they just, if there's a woman in a bikini, they won't rank it as high because it's sexual content, quote unquote. It's not bad enough content where it's nudity and it should be deleted, but because people can't handle themselves and because trolls are trolls and they're not going away anytime soon, they won't show it to as many of your followers because of those comments. And it's like, no, guys, don't do that. I know. That's not the answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, girls in bikinis are awesome. Like, have you seen a Budweiser commercial? It's arousing. Let yeah. us have this, okay? You know? <laughs> um, but so <laughs> it's just... I totally get why it's confusing, but I don't think for a second it should let you prevent you. It should never let you prevent you from actually making content and art, whatever way you like to make content and art that can combat some of those feelings, especially if you're having those feelings about yourself. Totally. Um, okay, so what advice would you give to another artist that's wanting to discuss like similar subject matters in their work? Just do it. Just like Nike, that's what they say, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, for the amount of trolls I get and for every troll, there is more love and support that comes to my art, you know, and I know we talked about this earlier that even though sometimes the trolls comments have a little more weight, mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day, I mean, the love and support I get through like the comments and DMs, that really keeps me going. You know, there's somebody on Instagram waiting for you to create something that they can relate to. And when you mm -hmm. do, it's so magical. I was super hesitant to start my series Babes because I was starting to illustrate lives that I don't really live, you know, such as the disabled 
for the self-harm ones. And I drew them out and I went back and forth of like, should I do it? This isn't really my story to tell. But I got to a point where I was like, fuck it. Like, it might not be my story, but I know these women. I'm friends with these women and I want to celebrate them. And I took the leap and posted it and I got so much support and thanks for upping my inclusion in my art. So I think it's really, really time for people just to kind of push through and like put it out there. You'll have Mm -hmm. people that will say shit, of course, but you're going to really help somebody. You know, it could be a matter of right place, right time that person sees that post, but that could be making their day. You know, they could have been in such a deep spiral of something and like you could actually help them out of it. It's it can have that weight, which, you know, take that to heart. I think that's really motivating to really put yourself out there. Yeah. And it sells really well, too. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Bonus. (laughs) Yay, money. Um, Yeah, like same thing with me. Like uh, I think the first time I started really talking about like mental health and body positivity was with my babe meme series. And I love that we both had a series called babe. That's just great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Babes, you're a babe. If you're listening to this, you might be a babe. Definitely um, a babe. <laughs> 100% babe. <laughs> so, um, where I was like, you know, starting to draw portraits, this was a little out of the wheelhouse for me. So I was already nervous about it. Cause I was like a hand lettering artist. And I was like, I felt like, no, you were just, you were this box and you cannot go outside of the box. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that box is something I created. And I, there are no rules. Like if you're doing art, whether as a hobby or profession, like you're in charge of it, you can do whatever the fuck you want. And any sort of restrictions are all rules that you're putting on yourself. You don't have a boss. You don't have someone telling you can and cannot do that. Like you can do whatever you want. So don't feel like anything's restricting you, but your own, but your own self doubt, you know? So like, and I started making this series and like over, I, I always say the story, like I gained 10,000 followers in less than three months. And it shocked me. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I lost a bunch of followers. (laughs) Like, I I think, like, the first time I posted about cannabis, I lost, like, 500 followers. It was like, oh, shit. I didn't even know you could lose that many followers in a day. Um, But then, like, the next day, I grew 1,000. So it didn't even matter. And it just, like, because I was making content that was more genuine and real to me, it was real to other people. Yeah. And it was so, and it just seemed like it's like a, like something just clicked in my head. Like I was, I wasn't making for any art for anybody else. I wasn't making art because it was trendy. I wasn't making art that I was seeing other people make. I was just creating the things I wished existed. And I think that's such a powerful statement. And no matter what kind of art you make, whether it's wearing your emotions on your sleeve, like me and my girl, handsome girl, um, or you like to talk about your favorite, how much you love coffee or how much you love science fiction or nerd culture or whatever the fuck it is, because I bet you you're going to find your tribe and your family and your following and more importantly, your customers, the more true you are to yourself. But you just got to like give yourself permission to like try some stuff out and see what happens. Yeah. And you know what? If it really blows, the beauty of Instagram is you can just delete it. You're going to delete it. Or you can bury it. <laughs> delete it, try it again. <laughs> or archive it. You can archive yeah. it and bring it back at a later date. Um, yeah. 
I think what, you know, makes me feel good is, like, I don't like to delete a lot of my stuff unless it just, like, wrecks my grid and I didn't realize it until after the fact because I'm weird. I'm like, I have two pictures that are yellow next to each other. Mm. How faux pas. Like, such a stupid thing. But still, anyways. But if you scroll all the way down, like, to when I started my Instagram in, like, 2013 for Letter Shop, it's bad. It is just like, wow, you charged money for that? Like, <laughs> why? And... It makes me feel kind of good about myself because obviously you're going to grow. Every day that you pick up the pencil, you're going to be better. Yeah. And every day that you're, you know, trying to figure out who you are and your self-expression and your story and your, your style, you're going to figure it out a little bit more. So regardless if you're killing it right now in your career or you have no idea what the fuck you're doing, just take solace in the fact that we're all kind of just like fish out of water and we have no idea what we're doing either. I don't care what artist you talk to. I don't care how successful they are. They're just guessing. And that's all that we can do. But as long as you keep going for it and trying and being true to yourself, because if you're feeling fake right now, it's probably because you're being fake. I know that like kind of stings a little bit. True. I, was, I was being fake for a while there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I have no, I have no problem being like I got like right now. I have above my computer, dream big and work hard. Like such a bullshit <laughs> statement. I make fun of that quote constantly. Um, but it was the first piece of hand lettering I ever did that like did well on the internet. I guess you could say. And I felt like so icky because of it because it wasn't my quote. It wasn't something that I even really believed in. I just thought it'd be something some girl would buy at Michael's or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, so with all this being said, I would love to hear two stories from you to wrap up the episode. Tell me your worst troll story and then tell me your best, like you did a good job or someone reached out to you positive story. All right. Which should I start with? The troll? Let's, or... let's, let's end it on a good note. Let's start okay. with the troll. I dig that. Yeah. Um. So... We're going to circle back to the dick pic, actually. Yeah, yay, dick pics. Um, so I made this post that was, it said, anything you can do, I can do bleeding. <laughs> I love that quote. And boy, did cis males have issues with that. They're like, what, periods aren't a thing? Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I mean, they read that quote as anything you can do i can do better of it course just says bleeding and it is scientifically correct <laughs> you know <laughs> there's no there's actually no room for argument there but they decided there was a lot of room for argument um so i got countless trolls on that one um it, i don't know why i got such a rise out of it but there was one in particular that, I mean, he started small comments about how it's scientifically proven that men are better than women, which <laughs> I told him. What a weird thing. Better? Like, that isn't. Yeah. First of all, the science doesn't use words like better. I know. Like, so, <laughs> you know, this was one of them that I actually played back and I was like, man, I'm so bummed that I missed that riveting article. <laughs> um, but then he decided that he didn't like my playful response. So he it, started to write, like, more kind of slur-type comments, um, you know, just calling me words that I think even if this is an explicit podcast that you'll probably get banned with me oh, saying. Oh, no, you, you could say curse words. Every, uh, every episode's explicit. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I mean, like, so he just started calling me 
slut, whore, cunt, like all of this stuff. But he just wouldn't stop. And it wasn't even making sense. And then, you know, he started calling me racial slurs. He has no idea what race I am. What a so thing smart, you know, and these slurs, these comments, I was deleting, I was reporting, blocking him. But guess what he decided to do? Create a new account. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he just wouldn't stop, you know, and people weren't even acknowledging his comments. I was deleting as they came. Um, so he decided to start DMing me and emailing me. Oh, wow. And... It, he just wouldn't stop. So he sent me a picture of his dick and he told me I could slice this open and still do things better than you. <laughs> I'm like, uh, that smart idea. It's like, here, I'll chop your dick off and I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I, he just, I mean, these were messages that this is like 10, 12 sense. times a day. Wow. And you know, then he started saying that I deserved to be raped and how he would rape me. And I was like, this is all, mind you, from one Instagram post. No, this is this about is clearly, a period. Yeah, this is clearly a dude who does this like all day long. He's probably got like 10 different Instagram accounts. Holy like, shit. Like he just gets off on it. I bet you he's jacking off the whole time. Yeah, I'm like, how I don't know how, now he's like explicitly telling me how I deserve to be raped you know, how it would happen. And, you know, I deserve it because I hate men. You know, if I stop complaining about men, men wouldn't treat me like this. I'm like, actually, only one man treats me like this. You. <laughs> um, and it, it made no sense to me because, like, even all my posts, I don't really say, like, I hate men. Women are superior. I don't at all. But that's what you know, they if, think. That's what they yeah. think every fucking time. It's like every time I talk about anything that's feminism, they think automatically I'm better than you. And it's like, that's not what that fucking word means. I it know. It means equal, you dumb shit. It works both ways. Just like how women are always favored in the court system for um, like taking custody of the kids. I think that's wrong. I think men and women should be equal. Just like how I think it's wrong that men aren't allowed to cry or show their emotions. I think that's fucked up. I think you should be equal. It goes both ways. It's so... I'm not mad. Everything's great. I'm great. Yeah, I'm sorry everything's that happened. fine. I'm fine. It's just, it's like, I mean, this guy just wouldn't stop. And I couldn't get him off my back. So I finally actually had to report him to the cops with his, I, like, so they could flag yeah, his IP ha- address. If he's threatening to rape you. Yeah. yeah that's a fucking crime. And, uh, I mean, this happened, uh, this is now going on, like, past a week. And, you know, after I reported it, it just stopped. So I, I have no idea what happened. So whoever handled that, thank you. <laughs> but it it was um really uncomfortable because I was like, wow. Like Yeah, he's trying to put you in your place, the place he thinks you belong. Which yeah. is to be a whole, <laughs> I guess. Jesus. It um, was so aggressive. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty that's pretty bad. That's that's pretty awful. Yeah. I mean I've I have a couple similar stories. Some of those stories had to do with like real life, like almost got raped at a conference a couple years ago, had to like escape a car. It's just like a whole thing. Um, And it's like, it's not going to stop. And nothing will infuriate me more than people pretending that this doesn't exist. Like women, we still have a lot of work to do. It's 
we are by far not equal in men's eyes. We still are dealing with older generations. Women are still being hated. They're still being mistreated. They're still being trolled. They're still being raped. So when, we were, when me and Bridget are saying like, there cannot be enough of us saying this stuff. There cannot be enough art out there. We really and truly mean it. Okay, because I, I have like coaching calls almost every day, like, oh, I wish I could talk about these things, but I, I feel like everyone's talking about them. I'm like, it only feels that way because you're following all those accounts. Yeah. To everyone else, like there are people who follow me every day that I've never even followed another illustrator that talk about these subject matters. And there's a lot of fucking people in the world. And the United States kind of has it better than a lot of other fucking places. Okay, so it's like, <laughs> you think it's bad here. Like, let's talk about that girl in fucking Istanbul that got burnt alive uh, by her fucking classmates because uh, she accused a teacher of sexual assault. Like, shit can get pretty nasty. <laughs> so it's yeah. just like, oh, what a great episode. This is fun. And also, like, I had to turn my air conditioner off to talk to you so it wouldn't be, like, in the background. Oh, nice. So I'm, You're like, like I'm, I'm heated on, on the inside and the outside right now. <laughs> I'm just all fury <laughs> while bleeding, motherfucker. Um, it's just like, okay. So, okay. That sucks. I'm glad that the police department dealt with that. Now let's see. Okay. Good stories. Good story time. Good story. So I can get, I can like lower my temperature a little. Yeah. <laughs> um, w- there's a lot for me to choose from. Cause I get a lot of people that DM me, um, being like super stoked on a piece I did, but this one girl in particular, I mean, I couldn't, the stars just aligned with this. Um, it was my first post that I did of a disabled woman, you know, she had an amputee leg and this girl saw it in the hospital. She got her leg amputated like a week before, but she was still in the hospital. Mm -hmm. And I guess her friend tagged her in this post and she was so thankful being like, you know, even before getting out of the hospital, knowing that like, I, there's a space of art, like, I will see people like me out there because she thought it was pretty much over for her. I mean, all she saw were, you know, pictures of girls in bikinis or like, you know, really fit drawings. She wasn't really following these really body positive accounts. And from my account she also found like-minded ones so like she was like I found like 30 other accounts through this Mm -hmm. and I just it made me so teary I'd just being like a cog in that wheel that small moment in her life that I think she will remember of like this was a really shitty week for her I can't imagine what it's like losing a leg I would Mm -hmm. say it's probably not the best week probably not but Um, that moment of her telling me that it, it really opened my eyes to that. I should really start making a lot more art that included even more diversity. I mean, not talking just different skin tones. I'm talking real different experiences. A girl that, you know, is so afraid to wear her bikini because of all the self-harm scars she did in high school. Mm. Wear that bikini. I mean, you're a babe. Um, so she she helped me just as much as I hope that I kind of helped her in that moment. 
totally. I love that. Um, and for other people out there, if I could any, if I could offer any piece of advice, because I know it is like what you said earlier, it's it's difficult to talk about someone else's experience in your art, something that you're not personally familiar with, and something that really helped me um, is I have a newsletter. And when you sign up for that newsletter, you get a welcome email and you get all types of like goodies and stuff when you sign up. But one of the first things I say in the title of the email is this is kind of weird, but open me anyway. And the first question is, what are you struggling with right now? Like what kind of story, what what's happening in your life? What can I illustrate to make you feel less alone? And I get like these legit stories from all different kinds of people from all over the world dealing with things that I've never even knew were a thing before or I, I don't have any direct experience with. And then sometimes I'll go ahead and I'll put that into my art and it'll be like a piece and I'll send them a free poster if it gets turned into a product. Because I want to create content that's real, even if it's not real for me. So if, I don't know, I don't know if that's a good idea for anyone else out there. I've really enjoyed it. You know, I think it yourself, is because it, yeah. it, even if it might not be your personal story, I guarantee you know somebody who it is or you're connected to somebody in a way that has been affected by these totally. experiences. Yeah. Well, what a great, interesting, emotional interview this was. Yeah, I, I hope. Did you cool was, down a little bit? I did. I'm, okay. cool, I'm cooling Good. down. Good. <laughs> I just get, I'm like, don't you mistreat my friend. <laughs> like, how dare you? I will find you. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm fine. Um, yeah, so moral of the story, guys. Like, do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Like, you're going to help so many more people than you're going to get hate for. Think as, think, try to think, I guess, of the trolls as, like, you've made it. <laughs> like, you're relevant now. Like, you're making work that actually is, like, hitting people's buttons, which is a good thing on both ends because it means it's making a difference. Hell yeah. So let's end this episode on, is there anything I can do to help promote you in any way? Do you have anything cool coming up? Any products that the audience should know about? Uh, no special products, but I mean, <laughs> following my Instagram is the, I feel like the best way to support me. But if you guys are in the LA area, I will be having my first art show. Mm. Um, and it's at the Earth Altar Studio in Eagle Rock. And my art will be up from next Saturday all through the end of summer. So, oh, cool. yeah. And it's a cool little tattoo studio. Um, lots of awesome artists work there. So also, if you're thinking about getting a tattoo, <laughs> could be a double whammy for you. Yeah, I like it. And guys, she's got like, she's got daddy hats. And if you're wondering what that is, it's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> Apparel. Uh, she's got prints that you could both, you know, digital downloads, get it on the cheap, or you can get a nice special print delivered to you and accessories. And they're from Printful, which I can vouch for because I also use Printful. They're good. For my they're good they shit. They really do a good job. They're, I mean, there's a couple things that's kind of like meh, but then you just don't get the meh. Yeah. And you get, and you get the, this is really nice. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. All right, guys, please follow Handsome Girl Designs on Instagram. Please give us a follow up of illustration if you haven't already. And also follow me personally, Letter Shop. I got like five messages this week that's like, I can't believe I haven't been following you, Dean. I've been following only women of illustration. I'm like, that's great. That's the point. The entire point of this podcast series is to promote other women. But if you would also like to follow me, that would be very much appreciated. 
Also, if you would like to support the podcast, we have something kind of cool going on. So we have a Patreon. You, it's not just like give me money for no reason. You get something in exchange for your patronage. $10 gets you a story shout out on our Instagram, which is amazing because we have over 100,000 followers. People have gotten jobs from being featured. I'm constantly connecting clients with people we posted before personally. I don't charge for this. It's just something I do out of the kindness of my heart. And I want you bitches to get paid. Um, and bitches is a, a good word. Not it's a, a good word. word. It's Great a good word. word. I love Every bitches. time I say it, a woman's like, I don't like that. I'm like, that's a term of endearment. I mean, like, bitches. Mm. I'm taking it back. We got to take the word back, ladies. I, Anyways. I've been using it probably too much lately on my Instagram, but <laughs> feeling like, it. Bitches. I don't know. I just like it. Instead of, like, ladies, it's like, no, I'm not a lady. Don't call me. I'm, like, more offended by that. <laughs> like, don't call me miss. Or like, ma'am. What, who do the fuck do you think you are? Call me a bitch. Like, I, like, God intended. <laughs> all right? <laughs> um, so yes, ten dollars gets you the story shout out. You can get anywhere from fifty to hundred followers just in stories. Kind of crazy. And to get featured in the grid is fifty, um, and you get a bonus lecture. So right now, if you sign up, you get a lecture that which is all about how to find your niche and grow on Instagram. This is actually from a class that I taught that I charged over six hundred and fifty dollars for, and you guys get it for as a free bonus. Huzzah! I hope you guys enjoy that. People have been getting a kick out of it and a lot of fucking knowledge. It's two hours of me just more talking. If you like the sound of my voice, we'll get ready for more Dina voice. Uh, instead, talking about a very specific subject that I do know quite a bit about. So that would be amazing if you guys could support us and all the things. All right, I think we're done. Is it time to say the goodbye song? I don't know. Are you going to teach me the words? And I was just going to, it's mostly just saying goodbye and singing. And then, and then we finally, I hit the second record <laughs> button. That's really, that's the All right, song. go time. It's like, Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. You are a queen of my heart, and I love you. Please support us on Patreon. Goodbye. Okay, say bye. Bye.